I'm having a little adult beverage. Mm-hmm. What is that? It is amaretto. Oh, Blech. that's yeah. I don't. That's like you're drinking. You're like it's like going to someone's house and all they have is like the things you mix other stuff with. He's like, "What are you drinking?" He's like, "Just a glass of vermouth, man." Like, no, <laughs> stop. <laughs> James, you've had just a glass of amaretto many times. I have. It's and called Disarono, and I don't do it anymore because it's no good. So I'm just oh, taking shots of bitters here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What are you chewing on? It's just just lime rinds. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. Welcome to the IO Panel Podcast, episode 109. Um, it's me, James. We're back yet again, doing it big, having a great time. Uh, I got Evan with me uh, and Mr. Michael. What's going on, Evan? Hey, man. Good to be here. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Um, how was your week? Hmm. Pretty boring. Still uh, fighting through. <laughs> All right. Fighting the good fight. Sounded very blower-esque there. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about, uh, you know, uh, there weren't too many shakes, at least none worth noting, so I left that part out. I see. Fair enough. What How about you, Mike? Your week. <laughs> My week was pretty good. Gazuntite, by the way. Not much to tell. Um, You know, went to work, came home, etc., etc. Oh, had a dart game. Oh, yeah. I always forget about that. With James. James is there this time. Hey, hey. Did you guys dominate? Did we? No. Um, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what a silly question. <laughs> although, although, um, I, not that I'm like winning big wins, but I'm actually doing a lot better than I used to, where I would just get swept. Now I'm actually winning a game or two here or there. So steadily getting better. Do you feel yourself entering a flow state when you show up? Yes, actually, once I once I am playing for a little bit, you know, I start kind of finding the groove, you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I like it. Good. Now extrapolate that experience into anything else positive in your life, and go forth. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm I'm doing things. Like, pick one other thing you want to improve, and you're like, how can I compare this to darts? That's right. All right. Not not a bad way to look at it. Mm-hmm. Not a bad way to look at it. So, James, James. how was your week? We'll turn it um, back, back around on you. 
Um, my week was okay. It was uneventful, honestly. I, I lost. I lost well at darts. You lost, lost well, well. Lost big. <laughs> yeah. Um, did you win any games? Any matches? I did not. I did not. I did quite poorly, actually. Mm. Um, I did decide to go play airsoft again, so that's going to be fun in in September. We'll see how that works out. Uh, yeah, I saw you're that. scheduling an event. No, yeah, I'm in. Uh, it's in West Virginia, so we'll see. It's probably gonna kill me, but it'll probably be my last event. But uh, <laughs> barring anything crazy happening, it, it should be a good one. It's gonna be. It's a half kind of woods area, half mount town, uh, at a new military tr- like police training facility. So should be pretty good. Um, what else? Uh, Is it pretty common for military or police training facilities to rent out for uh, these kind of events? Like yeah. If they have downtime or anything? Yeah, because if you think about it, they might only have like military or police come in. Well, military might come in once or twice a year, maybe, for a big event or something, and they get a lot of money there. You know, or maybe they'll have small units come in for stuff. But I think it's a case of like anything we can do to make more money. You know, and as long as we don't, as long as the airsofters don't destroy the facility, normally they're pretty, pretty, they're okay with airsoft coming in because the BBs are biodegradable and, you know, it's basically their same bailiwick. But, you know, they already rent the facility for civilians anyway. Is that if you have word like, again? What? Bailiwick. Oh, bailiwick? Oh, yeah. <laughs> So <laughs> I was gonna say something, but I was like, "Nah, I'll leave it be." But. If, if you have like a like, like, let's say we start a civilian militia, we can just rent one of those facilities to go train. I mean, they rent them out to people. If you want to have a birthday party there, you could. So. Do they discourage the use of Molotov cocktails? No. <laughs> I mean, like, no. <laughs> yeah, you totally could. Basically, the guy at the facility in Georgia we went to, he's like, yeah, you can do whatever you want here. He's like, as long as you don't physically outright destroy one of the buildings, he's like, you can do whatever you want. He's like, once you come here, you basically sign a waiver saying, if I die here, it's on me. You know? So, and that's seriously what he told me. <laughs> like, he's like, if you guys want to repel off the buildings, go ahead. You want to fucking, like, you want to um, throw, like, flashbangs in the buildings? Have at it, you know? Just can't out can't all that destroy the building. So obviously no javelin missiles, <laughs> no tow missiles, no grenades, no M two hundred threes. But you know a Molotov cocktail would be a fire, and I don't think they'd be opposed to that. I think they'd be fine with that. That'd be great if you started a GoFundMe page alongside the uh, the event page. Like, uh, look, guys, really want to make this a memorable event. We're gonna pull some money, see if we can't get a javelin missile. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anti tank weapon. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was a, it was a, it was a week, man. It Sounds week. good. Have fun. Yeah. 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 We'll see. So that was really it. I, could, I did get back on OK Stupid. Um, the dating app, and I have had a fair amount of luck dealing with crazy people there. So, uh, <laughs> okay. but a- as always, when I do, when I do, is I that, have a f- is that okay, Cupid? Okay, Cupid, yeah, or uh, like uh, an actual parody site? <laughs> no, I wish, I wish. <laughs> no, it's 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 actually uh, actually date her, okay, dummy. Cupid. Yeah, date her, dummy. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that's you know 
but there's a lot of weird chicks up there, so we'll see. Um, but yeah, that's it. That's all I had. So let's jump into the news, man. Uh, what was this Fair first enough. one here? So a couple days ago, we lost um, a legend of sorts. Mr. Anthony Bourdain was uh, found dead in his hotel room by one of his best friends. Um, it seemed as though he... Well, he had had suicidal tendencies. That's the name of a band, but, you know, suicidal indications since the end of his first marriage. And I guess it got the better of him. And uh, he hung himself in his hotel room with the belt on his bathrobe. So it's very unfortunate. You know... So I heard about this, right? And apparently Kate Spade also, who is not going to be someone we really know, but she made a famous uh, courtier, courtier, I don't know. She's a fashion designer, makes purses. She also died by hanging the same day um, in New York. Uh, And I got to say, look, I love Andy Bourdain. I was so disappointed, honestly. That was my vibe when I heard this, disappointment. Now, I recognize that people, like, just because I'm like, how could you do this, you know, and you're supposed to be better than this, I recognize that people deal with their internal struggles, and they don't realize, because it's so big to them, they don't realize that maybe they can talk to people about them, or maybe they can talk to people about them, maybe they're like, man, I murdered all these people, and I can't deal with it, you know, I don't know, you know, but but I just, I don't know, man, it's... (sighs) This is not the way to go. I, I just, it, to me, I, I, maybe I'm just harsh, but this is the place where I can be a harsh asshole and just say the un, un, unfair opinions. But I just think suicide is like the coward's way out. And just, you know, I, I just, I don't know. I'm disappointed. You know, Anthony Bourdain's a huge hero of mine. You know what I mean? If there's any, if there's a modern man that I'd want to be like, it'd be him, you know? So, I don't know. I mean, it is what it is. People have their struggles, right? Who am I to judge? Yeah, I understand both sides. I mean, sometimes, like, I mean, people must just be like, okay, well, I'm done with this. So, I'm out. But, you know, I don't think it's talking that to someone doesn't always help. I don't Might, think it's that uh, pragmatic. Hopefully it would. I think that's how you or me or Michael would kill ourselves. <laughs> I think I think we're the three pragmatists who'd be like, man, all right. <laughs> I've had my fill, baby. I'm out. You know what I mean? Like that's I think we I could see us doing that. I mean, I would never do that. But I'm just saying, if I was going to kill myself, if I had to, if I came to it, it wouldn't be because I was so emotionally distressed that I was like, oh, I can't take it anymore. Oh, I'm done. You know, it'd be more like, man, I'm fed up. There's nothing left here. The world's coming to an end. I'm out. I'm going to control the way I leave. You know, like, I could see us doing that. You know, I could see a fair amount of people doing that. But to to let the emotion and let the world become so heavy, like, I couldn't do that. You know what I mean? I couldn't get there. And, I, I, and look, I'm not mocking. You know, life is hard. And it's not fair. And it sucks. You know, but you're Anthony Bourdain... Maybe he didn't have someone to talk to, but maybe he could have gotten help. I don't know. I don't know. You know what I mean? But whenever I see this, it's always like, I mean, obviously, poor people kill themselves all the time. 
but whenever we hear about it and people are like, oh man, be concerned about fucking mental health, da 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 it's always some rich fuck who has money and could get help, you know? And his friends probably see that he's fucked up, and they're like, ah, fuck it, you know? Or they don't. Maybe they don't, I don't know, but I mean... <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, if someone's going to do it, they're going to do it. The uh, People can say yeah. they care all they want, but it's not going to necessarily change what that person might do. You're right, you're right. Well, you guys are aware there's a lifetime ban on any of you doing that. <laughs> Is that a fact? That's a fact. This guy, man. Control me? <laughs> That's a fact. He's like, I'll pick this back scratcher up and throttle oh. myself to death right now. <laughs> That's right. Just out of spite. <laughs> like another person uh, said who who unfortunately killed themselves, Robin Williams, was, uh, you know, he had previously said that suicide is a permanent solution to a temporary problem. But for some people, maybe the temporary problem doesn't seem temporary, so I don't know. No, now, you're right. <clears throat> now, the whole Robin Williams thing. Now, I thought I saw maybe on Joe Rogan that he had someone on who was talking about that whole thing. And apparently, his thing was different. Like, we all think, oh, he committed suicide, he was just whatever. But apparently, he had some kind of disease. Well, he had bipolar or manic depression, highs and lows, whichever you want to call it. No, 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 no. I mean, like... Go ahead, say it, Michael. Know. Say a real disease. That's what you're going to say, right? <laughs> you piece of shit. Sarcoid, <laughs> sarcoidosis. No, I don't know. A, a brain slug? Yeah. What? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, something like that. I don't remember what it was now. But Joe Rogan had someone on, and and he told supposedly the real story, and it was like something like that. It wasn't like oh, well, he I'm was so he was. I'm going to kill myself. He was, was dying like, or something like that, and he was like, yeah. "I'm going to take control of this." Yeah, it was. Something I don't like want to go out like whatever. Maybe I'm completely wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's what I. That's what I saw. So, on the Joe Rogan thing. So, all right. Well, I trust Joe yeah, Rogan. It says, it says his wife attributed the reason for his suicide. To struggle with Louis body disease. Huh? His body was a Louis? The fat guy? <clears throat> Louis bodies are abnormal aggregates of protein that develop inside nerve cells, contributing to Parkinson's disease. Uh, so it doesn't, like, transform you into a balding, red-headed comedian? It does not transform you into Bill Burr, no. No, Louis C.K. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. Like, uh, Louis' body. So Parkinson's disease is that the one where you uh, are Michael J. Fox? That's Lou Gehrig, right? No, Michael J. Fox is Parkinson's. Okay, so that's that's. I mean, it's obviously horrible, but it's still better than killing yourself. And you know what? If Michael J. Fox killed himself, I think, well, whatever. It doesn't matter what I think, right? Fuck that. It doesn't matter what I think. It just depends on what kind of life you want to live. Yeah, I guess. I guess. It'd be one thing if they were like, yeah, man, he was an adventurer. He saved people's lives. He was a hero. He was a skydiver. He climbed Mount Everest. It'd be that or like, oh, he was just a regular guy who played video games, watched the anime, and fucked his wife occasionally. Like, I mean, that was basically... Um, what's his name? 
Like he wasn't. It wasn't like he was like like getting robbed of some great utility in his life by Parkinson's. Right. So I I, I don't know. I'm I'm judging based on my life experience, which is really bad, and you shouldn't do that. And I know that. I know I sound like an asshole because I'm like I don't understand. You know. So judge away, James. You're free. Yeah. No, no, it's bad. It's bad. You shouldn't judge people, and you know, whatever. Uh, you know, it's sad That's we lost everybody. That's basically all we do. What are you talking about? <laughs> no, it's but I'm just saying. And it's a, it, it, when someone gets when someone kills himself, it's extra hard because then you're like, I mean, so there's a lot of things I do now that I said I would never do when I was a kid because I judged other people by those things. Like I was like, uh, I would never have my girlfriend get an abortion. But now I know if something happened, like if if I if something crazy happened and I was dating some girl and whatever, I'd be like, you know, we and we just couldn't for some reason. I'd be like, yeah, okay, it's a it's a viable solution, mm-hmm. you know. But back when I was a kid, I was like, I'd never do that. That's crazy. You got to be more responsible, you know. So I don't know. But now I know pussy feels great raw, and I would just be like <laughs> fucking reckless as fuck, you know. So I don't know, man. It's it's kind of a an iffy road, you know, because it's a basically your morals are a moving target. You know, things you wouldn't do before now it's okay. Now all of a sudden becomes okay. This guy's sixty one years old. Who knows where my head will be in sixty one? Sixty one, I'll feel like crap. I'm like, Ugh. life's not as good as it used to be. You can barely. You're like, man, I just want to go. And who knows? You know, Mike, what's the the name for like different moral fiber under different conditions? Is it's not Machiavellian, is it? No, that's something else. No. I think it starts with an that's M, but I can't think of it. Scheming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. All right. We'll, well back to that. Rest in peace, Mr. Bourdain. I enjoyed you very much over the last several decades. I did too. I hope we continue to see reruns. Probably not, but there will maybe, be maybe There'll a couple be of years tributes they were they were filming an episode in um <clears throat> i think strasbourg germany yeah. so i don't know how complete that was france oh they were in, uh, they were in france apologies the, the the home of all yes where everything originates no? yeah sure <laughs> 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 So, you're so ridiculous. Get out of here. You're so ridiculous. Get out of here. Get out of here, guy. Okay. Have you have you read any of Anthony Bourdain's books? Read them? No. He's, he's like, done other things to them. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, use them as tools of assassination? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> no, so, um, you know, Vice? So, since... Uh, since his death, they've been running a series of articles um, about him in, you know, the munchies. Mm-hmm. And one of them was written by a guy who uh, he was working as a, you know, as a chef somewhere in a restaurant. And when the first book came out, I guess it's called Kitchen Confidential. Yep. Um, he said he read that and he was like, wow, it's like this guy, like, is writing exactly about what my life is like, you know. He gets me. Yeah, and he's him, and, and he made all like his other coworkers kind of read it, and they all started to love this guy. And the, the, uh, Anthony Bourdain ended up being uh, at a book signing in their city, so they went to go 
uh, get their book signed. They said he was so cool. And they were like, oh, man, you should have just come to the front. All, you know, because there was a line. He's like, all kitchen personnel get, you know, can cut the line, you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, he just sounded like a cool dude. You know? yeah, I bet he was, yeah. You know, it's funny, right? Like, <laughs> I think he's like, and I, maybe there's a trend here of people who commit suicide, but he's like a he was like a rock star, like a kitchen rock star. He's like the I can't think of any rock stars right now, but he's like a rock star, you know, like he's like a Guy Fieri kind of rock star. No, not at all, <laughs> not you know, fucking you know, all. Guy Fieri gets a bad rap. We talked about this. <laughs> look, 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 look. We're start, not defending Guy Fieri, Guy Fieri right now. Okay? Yeah, exactly. I'm trying. <laughs> Look, look, I'll admit, I had the same thing. I was like, oh, this guy's a fucking fat piece of shit, you know, <laughs> with his crazy hair and his fucking sauces or whatever, but he's he's the real deal. But anyway, yeah, you're right. He's not he's not Anthony Bourdain by any stretch of the no, imagination. No, I didn't say he was, but, you know, anyway. I mean, he's the, on. yeah, so, <laughs> fucking, he's a guy who gets a bad rap. This guy, yo, I swear, that's like the third time you've made that exact statement on this show. God, Fieri gets a bad rap. I assume anyway. you mean W-R-A-P, Mike? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. So, he, uh... Not he raps poorly, like, <laughs> R-A-P, but yeah. Um, but yeah, he's... He's like a rock star, man. He's like, and he's the, he was just like the behind the kitchen, fucking like down in the weeds type of guy. You know, they show him smoking outside uh, in after hours in the kitchen and stuff like that. And you kind of, when you see him, you think about like the guys from waiting or something. Like a cooler guy, like that back room chef guy who's just like, oh man, I'm going to fuck these waitresses tonight and stuff like that. Like he just seems like the type of guy. He seems like the type of, like a, like a, like a, like a rock star from the 80s who just is still around doing his thing, you know? And it almost Robin Williams almost seemed like that type of guy too, as far as comedy was concerned, you know? So, it and it's like, look at uh, what's his name who shot himself in the head? Um, Kurt Cobain. Just a really mm-hmm. tortured guy. I mean, but there's I mean, there's just so many of these, it's like a trend. Like, so many of these, like, really tortured art, artist-type guys, and these guys who really live really kind of hard and fast and do what their, go where their soul takes them or whatever, they just kind of, like, burn out fast. And maybe that's true. There's a song about that, right? It's like the brightest light burns short, the brightest light burns the shortest or something like that. I forgot what it's called, but it's a verse in a song. But it's it's, maybe it's true, you know? Uh, okay. So, we ready to move on? Yes. I have a serious story here to go with our serious tale of woe um, about a Twitch streamer slash YouTube RL streamer name uh, goes by the name Arab Andy. Okay? So, Arab Andy is an idiot. <laughs> and he his whole his call to his call to fame is he's one of the Andes. So if you're familiar with the Andes, there's several Andes on Twitch. There's Fat Andy, Arab Andy, Short Andy, and then Andy Andy, and there's another guy whose actual name is Andy. But for whatever reason, the random IRL streamers that have like a niche thing, they're all called some version of Andy. So I don't think his name's actually Andy. It's probably like Musad Alabab or something like that. Who knows? 
But anyway, Arab Andy, his thing is people send him Twitch donations and they do. He has text to speech turned on and he carries he wears a speaker on his shirt. So he goes to like buy falafel and then someone's like, he'll get a message. It's like, you know, you're like, boo, boo, boo. Then it's like, it's like, praise be to Allah. Please, yeah. blah, 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 blah. It's like something crazy. <laughs> like, of course, you know, YouTube, like the, the people who put in money for Twitch are like fucking all maniacs, right? So this guy, so for some reason, he's in at the University of Washington State. I don't know. He's either going to classes or whatever. He goes into a class, but it's a small classroom. It's like a cooking classroom or something um, where there's people standing around eating. He goes in and someone says, hey, are you in the right place? And he's like, yeah, I think so. And he looks all awkward and he's like standing there. He's like, uh, you know, he's like, uh, you know, <laughs> and uncomfortable because he knows what's about to happen. And of course, he gets a four dollar and four dollars and 20 cents Twitch, uh, Twitch donation. And the donation is like. It's like the C4 is armed. Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> Countdown begin or whatever. And of course, like to you and me, we're like, okay, this doesn't sound like, oh, I can't imagine a bomb doing that, right? <laughs> okay. But of course, people look at him, they see he's Arab, and then he's got this fucking, he's playing the music, he's playing that song, he's playing that, um, that thing plays. And of course, people run out of the room. Like they race out of the fucking room. So he says, huh. Okay, consider yourself pranked or whatever. I don't know. I don't know what he thought would happen, but he just gets up and leaves after that, right? He leaves the campus, he's walking down the street, and the cops, of course, catch up to him. Now, mind you, he's a streamer, so he's got a massive backpack on. He's probably got covered in electronics, batteries, and all kinds of other stuff, and his phone. So the cops pull him over, or they stop him on the road walking down the street, and he's like very indignant with them. He's like, "Well, what the hell? What, why are you? Why are you attacking me? What did I do wrong? I'm just—it's TTS, man. It was just a stream. It's just a prank, bro. It was a donation. Of course, the cops are like, "What the fuck are you talking about? This is some new Arab plot, you know? They—they—they <laughs> they, they totally ignore him. And this is the thing, right? I think people get into their heads that their niche thing is like something everyone else knows about. It's like if I went down the street with an airsoft gun, I'm like, can't you tell this is an airsoft gun, bro? Of course you can't tell." You know, so uh, now he's in jail and he's facing 10 years in jail for a bomb threat. Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah, pretty heavy handed. But uh, yeah, he's an idiot. And the thing is, this is what his stock and trade. This is like what he does. This is his thing. Like he he goes around doing this. That's what he does. So I don't know what's going to happen to him. I hope he doesn't go to jail for 10 years. But uh, it's still pretty crazy and pretty cringy. So I don't know. We'll see. Maybe they'll give him, show some leniency. Be like, you know, one sends him to one year. He'll do four months, you know, with good behavior or something, or maybe even just probation, community service kind of stuff. I hope so because it's so he did not. I don't think he's ever said, "Hey, send me this kind of prank information. I want to see how people act." He knows, but he just knows the Twitch audience is like a horrible set of human beings, right? So he knows what's going to happen. And there's tons of videos of him being, like, caught off guard and looking like, uh... Like, we've all seen those live stream fails things where people, like... Um, I'm sure you've anyone's seen the guy, he's on a date with a Chinese girl or a Japanese girl in Japan or something. And someone someone Twitch streams is like, we are Chinese, if you please. You know, like, like or like, I love rice, rice, rice. Some, some really racist shit. And he's in, like, a Chinese restaurant. 
and everyone's like, "What the fuck?" Like that. Like it's just a thing that people are doing now. So anyway, whatever. Okay, that's that. I have a question. Yeah, go. Um, something we kind of talked about last week, or maybe it was a week before. Would this count as a strike? So if he did it like three more times, does he go go to jail for life? Or is that uh, that's only for certain crimes in certain states? I think it's for certain crimes in certain states. Now, I, maybe if they consider it a, right now, they're considering mm. it a bomb threat. So bomb threats carry a different penalty. But I think what'll happen, what'll probably happen, is they'll determine that it wasn't a bomb threat because he didn't do it directly. But maybe that he was aware something might happen. I don't know how they'll do it. And also, a funny thing is, there's a precedent in Washington State that saying going into a movie theater and saying fire or placing action let me say this placing a bomb threat can be under certain circumstances protected as free speech so um and there's 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 legal precedent of that that I don't know about I just heard about it in the process of watching this learning about this thing so there is a possible su- supreme court precedent I don't think it's going to happen I don't think he's going to get that lucky um, they're trying to raise money for his legal defense, but you know, they're they're, they're trying to raise seventy five hundred dollars, which is not enough money for the lawyer this guy's gonna need. Um, so I don't know. We'll see, man. How many four twenty donations is that, James? Oof, more than this guy gets. He's a nobody streamer. <laughs> He's very low. Where was this, James? This was in Washington State somewhere. Washington I believe. State. Yeah. So, I was just looking up the three strikes laws. Yeah. So, <clears throat> there's 28 states that have some kind of law like that. Usually, it's for a felony. So, it'd have to be like three felonies. Um, sometimes, though, like in California, it can be... They'll count misdemeanors also. Hmm. Okay. <clears throat> So it depends what state. Uh, it does say though in 1993, Washington. So that's Washington State. So yes. they have some form of it there. Yeah. Well, his Twitch career is probably over. Believe it or not, it probably isn't. <laughs> He's garnered uh, 3,000 subscribers on YouTube from this. So he probably... I mean, YouTube pulled down the original video, but there's a bunch of other ones spawned up there. Now, Twitch might kill him. He might be done on Twitch. But I think YouTube... YouTube's way sloppier than that. I mean, he could probably come back if, if they if they feel like blocking his page. His page isn't blocked the last time I checked. So... I think it's viewed, this is viewed as like a prank gone wrong or a bungle rather than like some malicious, mm-hmm. like I murdered a guy, you know what I mean? Or something like that. And YouTube doesn't normally pull people right. down for being stupid. Um, but Twitch will. Twitch will pull him down. Yeah. So he's probably off Twitch. Um, okay, so next up here, we have another a brilliant IRL streamer. And this is called IRL streaming, if you guys didn't know. Uh, Arabandian, this guy. Um, so this guy, this next guy, is quite the genius. He was like, yo, bro, I know the best thing that I can do while I'm here at Disney World to spice up my thing because, you know, everything on YouTube is about the content. I got to get them likes and some subs. So what I'll do is I'll start telling people at the resort that there's an active shooter <laughs> at Disney World Resort. So he does that for a while, films some people, and then he's like, okay. Now, let me go chat up this fucking girl at the front desk and be like, yo, what up, shorty? 
you would you believe what I was doing? These motherfuckers thought it was real. I told her act to shoot a prank. <laughs> and the girl, obviously, being a normal human being and not a piece of garbage, was like, holy shit, I need to go get my manager. <laughs> so she got her manager. And her manager was like, the police are coming. Wait here. And the guy was like, fuck you, bro. Don't chase me. And he left. Of course, Disney World Resort is fucking massive. <laughs> and they caught this motherfucker. Um, so he's in jail or he was in jail. I think he's out now. I think he spent like three or four days in jail and he's been banned from Disney world. So, I mean, what, what did he think was going to happen? I don't know, man. I honestly, I don't know what's wrong with people now. I don't get it. Like people are just stupid. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on, but this seems to keep happening where this. So the, the, you, you guys are aware of the whole, it's a prank. You know, oh, I'm just going to spit him some black ass shoes in the hood. And then when he beats the living shit out of me, I'm like, it's a prank, bro. <laughs> yeah. It's a prank. Like, it's a, that's a whole thing that people do, like, because they want to get the content, right? They want people to watch their videos. And we're like, I might see that and I'll be like, this is dumb. And I'm not even going to watch this. You know, there's some seven year old out there whose parents don't care what they watch or 15 year old. And they're watching it because they got no filter. And they're just like, yeah, this is life. And they're just going to watch it. You know, and those, those those are the people who are watching these videos, you know, and they grow up to be fucking Arab Andy and this other clown right here and everything else. You know, I miss the days when pranks That's were pranks. So sad. You know, we spray shaving scream on my on Michael's hand and then tickle his nipples, and he slaps his chest. You know, like that was that's a prank. That's what it's called a prank. Shaving scream. Shaving scream. <laughs> 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 Shaving scream. <laughs> like, tie his shoelaces together, cover his face in shaving cream, set his hair on fire, have a good laugh, you know? Harmless. Yeah, man, that's a prank. <laughs> you know, um, harmless, harmless. Yeah. Okay, so I've got one more. <laughs> Bowie High School. <laughs> Home of the Bulldogs. <laughs> a the, a oh, local so, high school. So in local news... Oh, yeah, nice. that's very close to us. Mm-hmm. Um, well, in Bowie High School, they uh, do a senior prank every year. And they thought it would be a great idea to do a sc- active school shooter prank. So they filled some water guns with vinegar for some reason, because fuck you, that's why. And they uh, put on black hoodies and black clothes and... Uh, got a bunch of firecrackers and ran into the fucking school and shot people with vinegar squirt guns and set off firecrackers. And of course, it didn't go over well. You I don't honestly, say. I, I honestly don't understand what's happening in this world. So obviously, the people in the immediate vicinity knew what was happening because they were either part of it or they knew that a prank was going to be happening and they realized it was squirt guns. But if I saw that, I'd be like, oh my god, they're squirting me with anthrax. I gotta fight for my life, you know? <laughs> so that's what I would think, right? I'd think, it's VX gas liquefied or something like that. I think some shit like that. You know? <laughs> or there's spring salmonella in my eyes. I, I have no idea. Like, you don't know. Or it could be bleach. You don't know what it is. So, and it was fucking they're vinegar. They're trying to hydrate so- me. Yeah, exactly. You're like, ah! <laughs> you know? So, um... Yeah, the water guns and then the firecrackers. If you were, but so students who saw this were like, "Oh, this is a prank." After a little while, they got it, right? 
but the students in the rest of the school, because we all went to high school, and we know high schools are fucking massive. If you heard like popping off a distance, you'd be like, "Oh shit, we're all about to die. It's going to get real right now." Like that's what you think, you know what I mean? So I don't know. I don't even get it, man. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't understand. That's I why don't I stay strapped. Dog. That's, that's right. <laughs> I was about to ask if uh, if anywhere in the article there was any note of students who had like illegal concealed carriers who went to go take care of the situation. No, there's nothing like that. Movie. So it's funny that the the guys who eat on ETC when I saw this article, they were like, there was no good guy with a gun nearby, and they're being facetious because they're liberal cucks, and they were like, they were like the good, they think the good guy with a gun thing is bullshit. Which maybe it is half bullshit, half true, but um, but there was nobody with a gun there. There was no school. Maryland doesn't have school resource officer. They do, but Bowie did not have one who responded to this. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, something else, man. I, I just don't get it. I, I don't. What's happening? Like, where people are like, oh, this is. A- well, we seem to have lost James. Rip. Fallen soldier. Yep. Ripped in pieces, yo. <laughs> <laughs> the, one of those active school shooters got him. Yeah, probably. Just cut him off. Just cut off his mic like that. You know, the government <laughs> silenced James. That, that's how they shut him up. Yeah. They didn't want to hear the truth. That's right. Well, we're here to tell the truth, all right, folks? So... Can't help but point out that uh, the two the two white folks are still here. Can you guys hear me now? Uh, and we're back. Okay, there we go. <laughs> yeah, there we go. All right. This is obvious discrimination. Yeah, yeah. You're not wrong, Evan. You're not wrong. You see the pictures of Bowie High School? The school looks. They need to renovate that school. It looks so old. My God, ancient. Really need to step it up. Do you remember when they rebuilt? Einstein, yeah. And like three years later, they already had like portables on the on the fields. Yeah, yeah. It's poor planning. Yeah, very poor planning. True. Um, but yeah, but so I've, been, I've been in portables since I was in second grade, man. I was lucky. I never had to do portables. Thank God. And I saw when I when the kids when I saw kids doing portables, I was like, oh man, those are poor kids. That's what I always thought. I was like, poor kids or ESOL or like special ed. That's what I always thought. And yet we were oh, French immersion kids. So. so that's might as well be poor. It is yeah, like right. your own little separate society. Yeah. Well, it's funny. In like Lord of the Flies. We were, yeah, I was about to say. Lord of we, were in, we were in a regular classroom and then halfway through this, the semester or something, they're like, all right, we're moving to portables now. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I feel oddly at home. Yeah, right. Now we did portables in. I never. I don't know that I ever did a portable in high school. I don't think I ever had a class at a portable. No, they didn't have one at Einstein when I was there. It didn't come until after. At least I only saw them. School we had them. Yeah, they had them at Sligo when I was a kid. They always had them at Sligo, but we never were in one. And then they had them at uh. When we were at uh, then that other school temporarily, no, they didn't have them there. What Northwood? No, we didn't have it in Northwood. Yeah, yeah, uh, that place, place is massive. plenty big enough. Yeah, there was some uh, fabled refugee center there. I never actually saw. Yeah, 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 yeah. And like yep. the National High School archives or something. 
Which I never saw that. But yeah. Yeah, I never saw that. Where was that? It was like in the back of the school in its own little area, cordoned off. I think it was next to the refugee center. It was there when I was there, that that archive. I remember seeing the signs for it, but I never found it from the inside of the school. I think maybe I once walked past the door. It's like on the backside of the parking lot or something. Mm-hmm. You know, now that's back to being a, its own high school? Yeah. It's, it's not Northwood anymore, though. It's something else. Now. It is. Is it Northwood? Yeah. I th- yeah, I think it's just Northwood High School. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. All right. It's back in full swing. Enough about schools nobody's heard of and no one will ever see. What's next? <laughs> oh, I think you're... Hey, you guys remember when they redid the traffic the, uh, pattern? Yeah, fucking guy. <laughs> the traffic pattern. Uh, okay, so also in local news, although I saw this all over Facebook, you know. Uh, so a, a guy at the... A lieutenant in the Virginia National Guard stole. Everyone thought it was a tank, but it wasn't. It wasn't actually a tank, technically. It was an armored personnel carrier. So he stole an APC from uh, where was it, James? Fort Pickett. It says uh, it's a military yeah. base that's just outside of Richmond. Uh, around 8 p.m. Thursday. To sorry, Tuesday night. So police say he was on drugs during the pursuit. And he decided to chronicle his joyride on Twitter. <laughs> so, <laughs> dude, like his account's still there and the tweets are still there. And you're like, holy shit, this dude did take, did chronicle his journey. <laughs> and actually the video of him driving, he just has a loaded, it's like a loaded gun in his fucking... Uh, <laughs> Is he left-handed? Is there a gun in his left hand pocket in his, on his left hand side? I don't know. Look at that. Scroll down. Look at why that video. There, why would there be a gun? No, why look. Would, why would he have a gun? That's clearly a gun. It's clearly the butt of a the base of a of a of a nineteen eleven government or something like that, or SIG or something. Go look at that. You think? I agree. It does look, look, look it. like it's on his left hip yeah. or leg, unless the camera is just backwards. Maybe maybe the camera's like, inverting like, the whole let me thing. Put the, he's like, let me put it back here and take this video. Like, I don't Because <laughs> he's fucking out of his mind. Sure. Dude, this guy's a lieutenant. Was a lieutenant. Yeah, he's nothing now. It said he got a DUI. Yeah. It says, a uh, soldier gets DUI after taking cops on insane chase in armored vehicle. How fast did the thing go? They said it was going like 40 miles an hour. <laughs> so a pretty okay. good clip. Uh, it said he gunned the massive vehicle down the interstate with dozens of cops on his tail, eliciting at least two outbursts of what the fuck from witnesses on the side of the highway. <laughs> <laughs> the, you know, the thing is, right, I feel like we grew up in a generation of like that time between the 80s and like the 90s when in the 80s like you watch something like Cannonball Run and they do high speed police chases through state police chases through states and the states like all shucks gets got away you know and then you watch like uh, any of those like uh, movies from like you watch like Karate Kid you know Karate Kid you watch the whole thing and you're just like you're like, man, these kids beat his ass. Like, they they should be in. Like, you're like, this is so violent, you know. But at the same time, you're like, 
they, in the movie they're like, oh, it's just kids, boys, we be boys, you know. <laughs> and it's just it's just crazy, you know. And now, like you see these fucking like <laughs> this guy, I can imagine like a Tom Hanks movie from the '80s where he's a there's not Tom Hanks, it's uh, the guy from uh, I can't think of his name now. Oh, he was in the Ghostbusters movie. He was like the the, the most important Ghostbuster, the the Bill funniest Murray? one. Yeah, Bill Murray. He has an army movie where they do something similar to this, like they steal a tank or something. Um, and also there's an, a movie with Polly Shore called right. In the Army Now. I, and it, I it, love that movie. One of those. Yeah. yeah, but in 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 in, the, in all those movies, they do some wild shit with army equipment. And you know what? It's like eh, eh. Let's not forget Sergeant Bilko. Oh, is yeah, that the course. one you're thinking of? That's a great one. That's a great Dan one. Dan Aykroyd's yeah. in that. Yeah, that's a great one. And the thing is, it's always like you see this shit now, and you see the cops walking around in full kit with fucking a- a- M4s, and they're got their fucking they got their tactical bump helmets on, fucking plate carriers. Like they're just walking around. They're like, oh shit. It's about to pop off any second now. I'm at to gun some motherfuckers down, yo. Like, this guy's driving us to his posse, and they're going to be all lit up in night vision and shit. Like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> he's a bright. Yes. Yeah, he's a bright. Exactly. <laughs> he's a bright. They're going to have depleted uranium rounds James? Um. Well, bump helmet's a type of helmet, actually. So, those, not all tactical helmets, but some tactical helmets are called a bump helmet. It's by a particular company. I just pulled that name out of my head. But Does it have, just, like, extra padding or something? No, it's for, like, if you're jumping out of a plane or something. It's a tactical helmet, like a SEAL or something would wear. You're jumping out of a plane, you wear a bump helmet, you know. But it's, like I said, it's a brand name. I forgot the name of the company now, but it's called a bump helmet. If you Google it, you'll see what I'm talking about. But it's just—it's not—it's not—it's just—it's just a tactical helmet. Maybe it's like Kevlar lined or something like that. These are probably all like that—the ones the cops are wearing, or something, some similar brand. So in this uh, in this article, they compared it to the Killdozer, which we talked about not that long ago on the show here. It's nothing like Killdozer. Well, they say it, uh, it's just like it from the outside. But if you from the inside, this like, guy's just a fucking drugged up maniac. He's like, I think I'm gonna quit. <laughs> well, I mean, they said thankfully he didn't actually lay waste to a ton of buildings or hurt anyone. But still, they proved that there's not a ton that local or state police can do when a massive armored vehicle rolls through town. So what, the police are like, we need an armored vehicle too. Don't they have them? No, I don't know. They don't need one. I'm sure they do have one. Montgomery well, County has one. I've seen it. But what would they? What would their armored vehicle do against this armored vehicle? So what Ram they need is know. a fucking Abrams. They need an Abrams. <laughs> That's what they need. They need an Abrams. They because need what... one tactical nuclear device. <laughs> what... <laughs> yeah, just one. Just one. Two officers can have the key. Good enough. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, come on, man. These cops, like, I'm sure these cops, are like, what can we do with this? This we need to have laws. We need to have. And when I say laws, I mean a, a um, a lot uh, of armor. Uh, 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 no, uh, it's a missile, right? Or a missile, yeah. Or like, we need, we need, we need to have toes on these fucking on these police police interceptors. We need tow missile launchers on here, or we need at least have one javelin in the arsenal so we can case. <laughs> like, deploy the A10s. Yeah, exactly. Like, come on, man. Like, like gun them down. Whenever cops say, "What can we do in case of this?" Like, every single police officer we see in with M4s and bot and like plate plate carriers and stuff like that. Every single one we see dressed like that, they're all 
it's all in response to those worst case scenarios like the fucking and basically I think it's all in response to heat the movie Heat and those guys in fucking Vegas that Heat was basically a copy of not LA. Vegas um, LA. LA it's it's all in response to that but you never see organized fucking criminals like that who work like that it's not life's not a movie you don't see police you don't see cops like that I mean uh, criminals like that you know and criminals like if you're a criminal and you're shooting at one of these fully armored cops I don't think that's even happened ever. But if they, if you're shooting at one of these fully armored cops with a nine millimeter, dude, number one, you're a fucking criminal. So your aim almost always sucks. You're unprepared and untrained. Number two, you're shooting fucking a nine millimeter at fucking ceramic plates that are made for rifle rounds. So the cop is straight, you know, like the whole thing is dumb. I, I, I it's just. I'm not saying don't protect cops. I'm just saying like the whole militarization of police. It's a scary thing, you know. Maybe one one SWAT unit that's geared like this, but you shouldn't have regular cops geared like this just out on the street. Like, what's up, B? You know, I told you guys I got pulled over at the red. I pulled over, but I was at the Red Roof Inn in the in the parking lot with a friend of mine. This is like several years ago, and a cop in a fucking two cops and plate carriers walked up to me, and they're like, "What are you guys doing here?" I was like, "Being black in a parking lot." <laughs> I didn't say that to them, but that's what I was thinking. I was like, "What the fuck." You know, and they were there because that was a place frequented by prostitutes. But obviously, I was there with my friend. You know, he's so. like we were trying to pick up a prostitute. They didn't <laughs> no, know that. <laughs> no, she may have been a prostitute. I have no idea. But we were just sitting there. So, so she, this was the place she picked. So she probably knew about it. But um, I had no idea. I mean, I'm a rube. I was just eating a fucking fucking double cheeseburger. You know, and this cop in a black plate carrier comes up to me, and I'm looking as as an airsofter. I look at this plate carrier, and I'm like, "Oh man, that's cool. Is that a Condor or is that LBT? What's what's what is that?" You know. So, anywho, okay. Ah. Earlier today, folks, I also chastised Michael for putting too many links in the show and being too long winded, and here I am ranting for hours. <laughs> <laughs> All right, about plate carriers. About plate carriers, which I could talk about, bu- and bump helmets. We should have a show called the Gear the Gear Podcast, where I just talk about that stuff. We'll do Ooh, that. I kind of like that. Yeah, we'll do that. All and right, that, um, then we can talk about different kinds of gear. Yeah, absolutely. Be right. called the Geardo Geardo Podcast. Mm-hmm. So, is that a pile of PR forty, or is that the, no. <laughs> there? You go. All right. So, uh, remember, uh, I, f- I forget if it was last week or maybe a couple weeks ago, we talked about that malware that was infecting routers and uh, the FBI had taken over the domain and they said, okay, just reboot your router and you'll be you'll be straight. Yep. Okay, apparently you will not be straight. <laughs> this article here says uh, the VPN filter malware is back and it seems like rebooting your routers will not protect you. Um. <clears throat> so the the list of routers has also been um expanded. So it includes routers from manufacturers like Asus, D-Link, Huawei, Upvel, Ubiquity, and ZTE. Not Ubiquity. Mm-hmm. They will. Um, I'd be surprised if they don't patch that like immediately. 
Oh, I'm sure they will. Um, and then at the bottom of this article, they have a list of affected models in a little kind of text box here. So, uh, definitely recommend check that out. Asus D-Link, Huawei, Linksys, Microtik, Netgear, QNAP, P-Link, Ubiquity, and ZTE are all brands listed here. So, thank you. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Okay, what do we got next? Uh, let's see. Fear-mongering? Yeah, so this article was... Uh, I think we've... All of us, at least at one point or another in our lives, recently have probably been like, man, is my phone listening to me? And it's like, yep, it sure is. Yep. So this article is... Uh, talks about the a guy who was like, you know, me and my friend were talking about our, our, our trip to Japan and how we want to go back. They said the next day they both got pop-up pop ads on Facebook about return flights to Tokyo. They were like, what? Um, so they've, they've done some research here and so is your phone actually listening to you? This, uh, the short answer is yes but perhaps in a way that's not as diabolical as it sounds. So we know that your phone will listen to you if you say the, the trigger word, like, hey Siri, or whatever it is. Um, <clears throat> so we know, but... Uh, so if you don't say one of those things, your phone's still listening, but the data is only processed within your own phone. It's not going somewhere, supposedly. Mm-hmm. But it seems, uh, it says third-party applications that are on your phone, like Facebook, still have access to this data that didn't go anywhere. And whether or not they use this data is up to them. <laughs> like the flashlight app? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the flashlight app's like, I need to, I need to control your text messaging. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Now, what I really don't like is that you can't turn one feature on or off for that kind of thing. Like, when it's like, the app needs all these permissions. Yeah. I wish you could be like, well, you can have uh, this and this, but no, nah, I don't really want you to have access to this and that. So you can, can't you? Well, that's why you become an app developer and write your own version. Mm, true. Well, James, maybe you can. I don't know. When I used to have an Android phone, you couldn't. Oh yeah, they, they've nothing. they've since fixed that. You can't. They fixed that a long time ago when, when things like those flashlight apps were doing like like getting access to everything and people complained. So now you can kind of selectively just say no, you don't want this, you don't want that. They don't say how that impacts the function functioning of the actual uh, app though. So I don't know. Like there's certain apps, certain things of I played like Angry Birds. It's like yeah, I need your contact list. I'm like no. You can say yes or no individually. Only, only annoying thing is you get a bunch of pop-ups now. So when you install an app and it, you go to run it the first time, it pops up. It's like, you get like three or four pop-ups. Like yes or no, yes or no, yes or no, yes or no. Hmm. But you can deny access. I see. Okay. 
It's a little bit better than uh, oh, just good. speaking words into that black box you call a iPhone where we don't know what happens and it's all obscured. Security by obscurity, as they say. Yeah, okay, James. <laughs> no, actually, you're right, though. These My apps uh, do the same thing. So when you launch them, it'll say, oh, I want access to your contacts. So you can say allow or don't allow. Yeah, that's what that's exactly what mine does. Yeah, it's allow or don't allow. But then it'll be like, well, if you don't give me access to this, then we can't do whatever. And you're like, mm. Yeah, right. mine doesn't do that. But I normally just don't allow it to down don't allow it to allow it to work with uh the ridiculous things like a camera photo editing app doesn't need access to my contacts it doesn't need access to text messaging it doesn't need access to um my camera right necessarily you know it just needs access to my files so i'm i'm never going to take a picture with that app you know what i mean so i deny all access to all those things because you never know. There's something like fucking something that what's it called? Is I wish I had denied access to my camera, but I couldn't use it if I did. But like a great example, none of you guys use Snapchat. But if you use Snapchat, when you open the app, let's say you go and look at a t- message someone sent you on Snapchat. You look at that message. You're like, okay, and then you hit the back button just because we're programmed to hit the back button. So you hit the back button. It takes you to the camera app. Then you think, okay, I'll just close the phone, I'll hit the power button on the phone and put the phone to sleep and put the phone down. Well, the next time someone sends you a message, it opens on the camera app. And so the camera's just sitting there on. Facing down, like doing nothing. It's just on. And I'm like, what the fuck? It happens all the time. Sometimes I pull the phone <laughs> on my camera and it's just the camera's on. I'm like, what the hell? So now I like have to make sure I leave out of Snapchat every time. It's very annoying, actually. Hmm. So, yeah. Anyway. What's next? What is next? Be Afraid Part 2. The Snacker News. Microsoft has purchased GitHub. (laughs) Oh, official now? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, that happened. Yeah. That happened earlier this week, yeah. $7.5 billion. So people are wondering, people have asked, you know, we've talked about this work, they're like, what about GitHub besides all its owned, all its content? What about GitHub is worth $7.5 million, billion? They're basically in the red every year. Like, they don't make any money. How does GitHub make money? It's just like Twitter, doesn't yeah, it? they don't. Yeah. They don't make any money. See, I wasn't crazy. So mm-hmm. does Microsoft now own all the code that's on GitHub? No, but people. So the day that this happened, that it was announced, GitLab was rushed, and their servers almost brought, were brought down because people were moving data over from GitHub to GitLab. Um, What's GitLab? It's like an open source version of this, I guess. I've I, I have a it's an version open source of, of the open source repository GitHub. Yeah, but it's not. It's, it's put this way. It's not what they bought. They didn't buy GitLab. Right. Okay. I don't know what it is, honestly. I use I, I installed GitLab at work, actually. So we have an instance of it running on a server at work. But I don't know what the public thing that they're using is. I guess it's a public version of the same software. I have no idea. Um, but uh, it's all spinoffs of Git, GitHub. 
But yeah, so I don't. I, I think, and one of my coworkers made a suggestion about why Microsoft bought it because they they don't have access to all the code on it. I think what they did, and this is what he told me, it makes a lot of sense. They're going to make it so that you can have a direct, you can launch code directly into an Azure instance, and by connecting to GitHub, they're thinking their thinking is that they're going to have a direct. All the developers who use GitHub are going to be incentivized to now use Microsoft because it's going to be direct, like deep linked into GitHub. So you'll just say, oh, launch an instance on Azure or whatever, right from your code base or something like that. Hmm. Makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense to me. We'll see, though. All right. Um, So what do we got next here? Uh, Oh, Mike, you got anything else on that? Nope. All right, cool. What do we got in entertainment? So I went to go see this movie uh, earlier, I guess, technically last week. Oh, speaking of seeing movies, how is your movie pass going? I heard they're barely making it. I heard they're ready to close the doors over there. Wouldn't surprise me. How does Movie Pass make money? I have no they idea. don't. They are really in the hole. They're really having serious problems. Movie Pass is. Um, did you use Movie Pass to see this? Of course. Okay. All right. So, so I, it paid for itself. You know, for a Six. month. Yeah, that's true. True. Because this ticket was thirteen dollars, and I paid nine ninety nine a month for Movie Pass. So, there you go. Uh, so yeah, I went to go see Action Point, which is starring Johnny Knoxville. And basically, it's a, it's kind of like a jackass movie, but with a plot. Um, except there weren't nearly as many crazy stunts and things as one would hope for. Uh, it was still, you know, kind of funny, but it was nowhere near the level of any of the jackass movies. So, could I recommend it? Eh. I don't know. If you like Johnny Knoxville, like some jackass shit, sure. So, uh, were any of the other jackass guys in it? Just Chris Pontius. So it looks like it's got 37% of people liked it, and Jesus, it's not not good. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, and all the reviews down here are like, meh. Oh, Poor wait, Johnny this... Knoxville. You know he did Hot Ones a few days ago, or maybe a week ago. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Nice. Wait, is it? Is this the same? So is this? Is he? What is he playing off? His grand bad grandpa vibe, or what is? So he I'm... tells the movie. The movie is told as a flashback. So he plays his normal self in the flashback and. He plays his grandpa self in modern day telling the story. Which I don't know why he does that grandpa thing. I'm like, eh. he, I, never, he, I never saw that movie either. So I feel like he's not happy unless he's putting makeup on. He used to do that all the time in, in Jackass as well. Like He loves putting on makeup and being an old man with big balls or being a woman. or I don't know, man. He just... Maybe he feels like that's his power. Like, Chris Pontus is eating... Horse cum, and what's it called? Is snorting wasabi, and this guy's thing. His power is wearing uh, a dress, wearing uh, prosthetic balls. 
Mm-hmm. Really helps him get into character. Yeah. Yeah, it was funny though. It was funny. I mean, you know, I I had a nice enough time watching the film. So, but yeah, not an award-winning film. Not, not, and like I said, not nearly as funny as any of the Jackass movies. The girl who plays the daughter is hot. She can get it though. No comment. <laughs> what is she underage? How old is she? Mm, probably. No. No. You know what? It's funny. In in she the looks her up. She's like fifteen. Fuck. Yeah, probably. I didn't. I didn't look at her. I just saw her briefly for a second. I'm not plotting on underage people. Please relax. But um, I'm. She's <laughs> born in two thousand one. Oh, she's fine. Legal. Barely. Yeah, she's seventeen. That's the age Al- of consent. That's almost. no problem. She's almost seventeen. Jeez, Louise. Michael, thanks for taking it to the next level. I'm looking at it, <laughs> by the way. Hey, you're the ones like, yeah, she could get it. Like, come on, man. <laughs> oh, would you give me a break? I didn't see the movie. I don't know what she looked like. I just saw her briefly for a second in the fucking trailer. God damn it, maniac. So why does he look so old, though? It's like he's in age well. He looks, really, he looks really beat up. I mean, he did beat himself up for a living for 20 years, so yeah, it I happens. So. I guess so. Alright, what's next? What do we got here? The Live. <laughs> That's funny. It's They Live. Oh, shit. What so, did I look at? Oh, yeah, I didn't, I didn't read it. <laughs> they Live. <laughs> Okay. So this is a movie that came out in 1988. It's classified as action, horror, sci-fi. And it stars Mr. Roddy Piper. So oh, James, yeah. you probably know who that is. Yeah, of course, Roddy Roddy Piper. I really don't know who that is. But, yeah, uh, he's an awesome old wrestling superstar. Right, apparently he's he the bat- NWA and WWF. And yeah. Whatever. But, uh... Yeah, so I'd never seen this movie, and I felt like I needed to, so. Uh, it is a classic. I bet you felt wrong. No, I liked it. He, uh, as the, the, the very short description here, a, a drifter discovers a pair of sunglasses that allow him to wake up to the fact that aliens have taken over the Earth. So he puts on these special sunglasses, and he starts seeing, like, all these billboards and stuff around town that are like, you know, advertisements for this or that. And they say just crazy things on them. Like they say, like, obey. Or, you know, marry and reproduce. Or, you know, whatever. You know, <laughs> like they just say like yeah. random things. And then he also sees a lot of people walking around that they look like normal people, but with the glasses on, they look like, uh, kind of look like skull people or something. I don't know. Look like skulls or skeletons walking around. And it turns out those are the aliens. So I love the signs like consume. Yeah. Submit. Do not question authority. Yeah. And uh of course the, the director is and also the screenplay writer is uh John Carpenter. Nice. So John Carpenter's uh kind of a horror movie. You know, 
on Halloween, Escape from New York, The Fog, you know, shit like that. Yeah. Thank you for the reminder, because I was actually looking at that at They Live, like, maybe a month ago. I was like, I should watch this. Mm-hmm. So I think I will. Yes. I finally I watched it yesterday, and I was like, all right, knock that off the list, you know? So I've been meaning to see this for a while. Fucking drifter. Mm-hmm. Conform. Oh, oh, and the black no guy thoughts. in it too. I'm like, oh, it's that black guy. Yeah, he's he's a he's a that guy. Yeah. Keith David. Yeah, exactly. He's a that guy. Oh, and there's another movie that I'm planning on watching called The Thing. You haven't seen The Thing? Now, that's Kurt a Russell. good movie. Correct. I have not that seen is a it. great yeah, movie. Yeah, you'll like it. That's Russell. a great one, yeah. All right, cool. You will enjoy the hell out of that. That's that's probably one of my favorite uh, old horror films. It's cerebral as hell. I think. I think it's very has a lot of deepness, depth there. Hmm. Very enjoyable. Well, there's a yeah. second one of that, isn't there? I feel like there's two of those. Mm, I don't know. There was a remake. Oh, okay. <sighs> okay. All right. All right, moving right along. Uh, so just this week, I'm just threw this in here. I watched Cobra Kai all the way through. Did I talk about this last week? I don't know. Nope. Okay, good. Yeah, so I'm pretty sure I watched this on Monday. It's a YouTube search, I think, right there. So nothing for you guys to look at now. But basically, if you're not familiar, Cobra Kai is a remake. Not a remake. It's basically all the characters from The Karate Kid, the original characters, so Don Much. Uh, Daniel LaRusso, or sorry, uh, Ralph Macchio, and the guy who plays uh, Johnny. Uh, jo- Johnny Lawrence, uh, they come back together 30 years later into the future and kind of start hashing it out again. Um, I got to say that the concept behind this is brilliant, and it's almost like somebody took, and if you see on my link here, I have uh, number one. That number one is the uh, is the video from 2015 made by this guy where he says, Karate Kid, Daniel is a real bully. And actually, <laughs> uh, let me just read the opener of this quickly. So the, the Karate Kid is the story of Daniel a young sociopath who moves to a California town and begins to bully uh, a, a bright young upcoming star and his friends, basically. <laughs> and that's how this guy writes it. And it's really good. And if you watch his video, you're like, oh, that totally makes sense. Now, the guy's being facetious. He's trying to be funny. But, like, I think it's a great... It's a it's a it's a great different perspective. If you look at it through his lens, you'd say, "Oh, well, maybe I can see how Joey, Joey Johnny is not the bad guy here." So anyway, I've I've linked that there for you to see. But Cobra Kai was awesome, dude. Like I didn't want to see it at first because I was like, "Oh, they just butchered um, uh, a childhood favorite of mine for views and for content, and somehow they roped Ralph Macchio and the original Johnny into it." But honestly, it was really good. It was a it was a great. It was it was I would say it's the spiritual s- sequel to Karate Kid. Uh, I mean, it's excellent. It has it gives Johnny some humanity. He's more than just a witless bad guy. 
Uh, it gives Ralph Macchio some humanity more than just like the the, the kid, and uh, it's it's really it's excellent. I mean, some of the story, a fair amount of the story repeats, uh, but it makes more sense now. Um, Ralph Macchio or Johnny Johnny runs into Ralph Macchio. He knows who he is. He because cause he's famous. And uh, he owns a series of car dealerships in the Valley, and he's he's a main supporter of the All Valley Karate Tournament, where he won. Uh, he's a main like contributor, so people know him from that. And he's you know his and all his commercials are really campy. He's like he's like I cut the prices, yeah, 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 you know. And he's like <laughs> I crane kicked the deals, yeah, you know. It's like really cheesy. And every time Johnny sees us, he's like, fuck this guy. You know what I mean? Like, his life is a mess. He doesn't, he's not married. He has nothing, you know, everything's all bungled. Um, he does odd jobs for some guy, and his car gets fucked up by, well, his car gets fucked up. It doesn't matter who it was by, but his car gets fucked up. And his, they, they tow his car to a shop to get worked on, and the shop is owned by Ralph Macchio. So he runs into, he runs into him there. And the guy, Ralph Macchio, thinks everything's cool, you know, because everything's cool for him. He's living a good life. And he says, he says, yeah, this guy, he's like, he's like, he's like, this is the guy he used to give me a hard time back. So it was a real bully to me. And he's telling all his coworkers, you know, like, everyone's laughing, having a good time. And Johnny's like, they're like stewing, you know. And then his his cousin, Ralph Macchio's cousin who works for him, he says, he says, this is the guy you kicked. He's like, well, I did kick him in the face. He's like, hey, and he punches, gives Johnny a little punch in the chest. Like, hey, hey. and Johnny's like. All right, and after that, that's when Johnny's like, you know what? I'm gonna bring back Cobra Kai because because uh, I need to. He he wants to help some kid, so it's basically almost a reverse cow Karate Kid, but it's done so well that you don't suspect what's happening until it's too late, and then by then you're so invested that you don't find that reversal campy or cheesy at all. It fits well and it works. So if you're Evan. Then find some duplicitous place to download that. If you're Michael, do the same. Because <laughs> it is on YouTube Red, and unless you have YouTube Red, you will not be able to watch it. Which is a shame. Did you almost say reverse cowgirl? Maybe. Maybe. I did. I'm not sure. <laughs> yes, I did. I think I did. <sighs> um, but yeah, so it is. It is. It's, well, it that's is actually on, a pretty good synopsis. Yeah, it's worth watching though. If you if you enjoyed the first Karate Kid, you will enjoy this. This this is a very fitting uh, continuation of the series. It works really well, and I found myself having those moments that I only now get in books where I'm like, "Yeah, here he comes," you know. And you get those moments like co- the Cobra Kai moments. The kid who Johnny trains. You know, he trains him in Cobra Kai Karate, and you get to see Cobra Kai Karate in this, like, really beautiful light, because it's like he paints on the wall. He's like, strength, blah, no mercy. You know what I mean? And he's like, as the story goes on, he teaches these kids the tenets of Cobra Kai. And, you know, at the very last episode, but when they go to the all-county ha- all tournament, he's like... He's like, I'm going to teach you about no mercy today. He's like, life is hard. And he gives him this speech, and he turns the whole thing that you see in the first Karate Kid into a massive negative and how brutal this Cobra Kai training regimen is. He turns it on its head, and you see it as this thing that's meant to prepare kids for a life in a hard world. You know? It's really well done, man. 
Uh, yeah, and the kids all look badass in their fucking Cobra Kai uniforms, and they're like, yeah, yeah, it's like it's just like what you remember. It, you know, it's so good, man. Fucking stoked. Anyway, yeah, so that's that. I think it was renewed for a second season, also. Oh yeah, it was. It was. So it'll be back. the The end. Uh, they bring back another character. So we'll see how that works out. I know James is. Uh, for some reason, he got me thinking of the movie Blind Fury now. Uh, I don't know why. I don't know why you Not would think American of a horrible kickboxer. old movie. Not what, Evan? It was it American Kickboxer? Starring Cody Lambert from The Five oh of Us God. or whatever that fucking sitcom was? I don't I don't think I've seen that one. How do you not have seen have, that have one? Have you seen either of the other four? I've seen uh I've seen Mark for Death. Michael, you're you way have. off. American kickboxer, huh? Oh, it's that funny. Was, that was not too popular. You see the guy <laughs> from Ameri- find a download too easily for that one. Dude, you see him, right? And then so when I first saw that, all I could think of and I saw this years after that sitcom he was in, and so I could never look. It's to me it's like if you said Will Ferrell is the American ninja, like and it was serious. You know what I mean? You'd be like, "What?" It's the same thing for that guy because he plays a fucking hapless goofball. On that show, on that sitcom, was it what's the show called? Tins Company. I don't know. Anyway, uh, yeah, I don't remember. Family too big or something. I don't know. Well, who knows? Anyway, <laughs> definitely yeah. called Tins Company and Family Too Big. That's <laughs> <laughs> a horrible name for sitcoms. Anyway, so. <laughs> Yeah, he's just a goofball, so you, you can't you can't buy it. When I watch him, I'm like, "What the fuck?" It's so weird. But you, I watched all. I've seen all those movies because it's like looking at a car accident, and you're just like, "I can't take my eyes off this mess," you know. Oh, anyway. So yeah, uh, let me ask you guys a question real quick. Has anyone seen 2036: Origin Unknown? Never heard of it. Nope. It only has two stars, <laughs> but it has. It's featuring our favorite uh, Katie Sackoff. Oh, and I haven't. I didn't put it on the show notes, and I don't want to talk about it because I have not finished it. But I watched thirty-one minutes of it last night at, at like five a.m., and it wasn't bad. I thought it was okay. It's a. Uh, she's dealing. She's like a scientist or something, trying to figure out what happened with this crash with the assistance of an AI and it's, it's I mean the, the premise seems kind of cheesy but it's not bad honestly 2036 origin unknown yeah let me know if you guys are willing and interested in checking that out I think I might be is it on Netflix or anything I don't know I'm looking at it on solarmovie.sc <laughs> that's where you're watching it yeah I will put a link in the in the, in my box here what what is this? It's a site for watching movies. It's a site if you're not Evan and can't procure movies other way in other means, and you're a bungler and you're just tired of downloading. This is where you go. <laughs> huh? This is one of those streaming sites. I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But as long as you have ad blockers on, you're pretty safe with it. It's uh, illegal. I mean, to quote my idiot coworker, if it's on the internet, it's public domain, which means it's free and it's okay. So, ah! and there's a guy at work who swears that he swears that he's like it's public domain. 
So that means it's legal. You can have it. You can have copies of it. Well, it's public domain. I'm like, it's not. It's not how it works. Um. Yeah. He has a streaming site. He's invited us to call Nickflix, and he's like, that host is from the house, and we're like, that's illegal. And he's like, no, it's public domain. I'm like, nah, <laughs> nah, B. That's not how. That's not how the internet works. It's not public domain. You fucker. <laughs> fucker. All right. Fucker. Wicked good, you fucker. All right. Um, know what we got next? It's a scalp. Oh, yeah, yeah. So uh, there's nothing to click on there. It's a YouTube video. Um, that's Apparently just, there is something to click on there. Oh, yeah, it was a YouTube video. So anyway, I just started playing a game called Worlds Adrift, and it's Worlds Amazing. It is a great game. Uh, Evan, you might actually like this only because it has a weird movement mechanic uh, where you you use you have a steam driven like jet engine sort of thing on your arm and a grappling hook. So you kind of like grab on the stuff and then double space bar, you know, and then you can it's all physics based. So you can push left and right and swing, go forward and back and swing in and out. And you can like do these crazy flips and stuff. It's kind of cool. Movement's kind of cool. It's hard to get used to, but once you get used to it, it's pretty cool. So you spend a lot of time and there's no ground. So you spend all your time grappling from thing to thing and building ships and flying around and doing piracy shit, which is what we've all been doing. And we've turned the entire game into a big PvP zone, and it's fucking amazing, honestly. And so yesterday we were fighting with these guys, and we shot at them just offhandedly because we're assholes. And we blew their fuck their ship up, and we're like, all right, let's roll out. And <laughs> we just left. So we left and went on about our business, and they followed us the rest of for like another three hours. They followed us and like harassing us and stuff like that. And uh, finally, we came to a point where our ship was so fucked up, we had to land on the, one of the islands that's in the game. And they, they, we fucked up their ship, so they both landed. And we just landed. We crash landed next to each other within like twenty feet of each other. And it was just like kill, revive, kill, revive, kill, revive for almost like fucking forty-five minutes. And uh, <laughs> and the guy said we didn't know who they were, right? <laughs> and the guy was like. My friend, the guy I play with, he's like, he was like, "What is this about?" He typed in chat. He's like, "He's like, are you guys done yet? What's happening? Like, we're not getting anywhere with this. Are you guys like ready to wrap this up?" And they're like, they're like, "This is what you get for fucking with us." And I was like, I was like, "LOL." I didn't say "LOL," you scrub. And then I said, he said, and he said, "You blew up my ship twice." And I was like, "LOL," you scrub. But instead, I put "LOL," you scalb, and it became a thing. So we're like, we're like, oh, that damn scalb. <laughs> Yeah, so that's why I put that I've in there. I've seen various people stream that game. Yeah. And it doesn't honestly look very interesting, but it I'm just it looks super like complicated. So the movement mechanic, the graphics could be a lot better, but it looks it's interesting, but I don't think I would enjoy playing it. Yeah, the movement mechanics are definitely complicated, but I feel like once you got used to it, you'd be like, wow, this is amazing. And I'm I'm getting there. I'm almost there where I'm like, this is really good. You know, but yeah, I could totally I mean it is comp. The game itself has a lot of moving parts. Um not that many, but it does have a fair amount. It's not it's not just like a few buttons, so um there's levels to getting better and better and better at it. And the building mechanic is a little overcomplicated, if you ask me. And the game is very much early access, so there's a lot of things about it that are just like, eh. But still a lot of fun. 
So, hmm. I've never Good. seen this this particular website. You still on that streaming site? Gaming.youtube.com. Oh, that's YouTube's gaming. Yeah, so that's that's just a gaming. That's YouTube with the gaming overlay, and it's a dark theme, and that's how it looks. Yeah, but, cool. So any YouTube video that has like, if you go like if you look at a game video and then click on the game at the bottom, like click on the the, the you know if you tell YouTube oh, I'm playing this game and it pulls up a box co- box top cover of the game, you click on that title art and it'll take you to gaming.youtube.com and it'll show you all the people playing that game live or all the videos about that game. Hmm. Learn something new today. Yep. Yep. That's the whole reason we're here. Yep. To teach you new things. Yes, me in particular. Mm-hmm. Me specifically. Uh, next up, we have a. Uh, this I thought, I thought this was kind of interesting. Someone uh, they discovered some long lost Japanese video games. So there was a, a rare Japanese game called Labyrinth. Uh, that was thought to be lost forever. Do you mean Labyrinth? <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> That's how you say it. It's called Pan's Labyrinth, right? Joe Quinn <laughs> Phoenix? Yeah. <laughs> I heard it's a certain someone's birthday today. Oh, it is. That's oh, right. really? Yeah. yeah, it is 610. Yeah, uh-huh. it is. Somewhere someone's Eating oh, more oil that certain having, having a fat old time, <laughs> getting grease under his nails somewhere, making a fucking mess of things. Dang. Heart fat, show. F- fat fuck. Heart. <laughs> <laughs> Much like love. Fave. Fat, fat. Ah, fuck it. Fat fuck. <laughs> Oh. I'm sorry, but I can't. All right, let's go. <laughs> let's go. So, uh, on a private forum somewhere, they found a, a, a 67 gigabyte folder of ROMs. Um, and so, it was in a folder called Do Not Upload. <laughs> And this game called Labyrinth is it's been list it's listed on Amazon Japan's site, but the game is but they're like but it's never been in stock. <laughs> so uh, is there a, a link somewhere to this sixty plus gigabyte uh, do not upload file? I know Evan's like tantalized. He's like, I need this from our archives. It's like I do. I, I know you so well. Uh, 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 James, you're, 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 you're gone. You gotta install that USB card. Yep. Well, if there's, I'll, I'll go through this later. We'll have a discussion if there's a possibility. I might uh, be allocating slightly less than 70 gigabytes of storage space. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, I wouldn't be opposed to that. This uh, this piques my curiosity as well. So, 
How you doing on hard drive space, Mike? I know that was a, a struggle for a while. That was a couple years ago, though. I'm doing pretty good. Do you have any that are red? No. All right. <laughs> oh, we got 155 gigs free on the SSD. And Am I, have, I back? You guys got me, right? You're yeah, back. You're, yep. Okay, good. All right. And I have one terabyte free on the three terabyte drive. Fair I, enough. I probably need to go through that and start pruning, but uh, it's all good. We'll get there. So, so what are these games, Michael? What's the deal with them? Is he, is can we all get them now, or can we all play them? Is it open somewhere? Is it uploaded? I mean, it's on the internet, so it's public domain, right? We have full rights to it. Yeah, exactly. It's it must be ours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's it. That's how it works. Yeah, that's the law. The law of the land. It is, as Trump would say. It is. It is, and a nice land. It's a nice land. Huge a land. land. A huge land where we're loved. We are loved. The best land. Yeah, the best land. Absolutely. Uh, so they said the game has been uploaded to Mega, but they don't give a link to Four Chan, gentlemen. Who who founded Mega? Uh, was that Kim dot com? That's correct. Kim dot com. That's a fat dude. <laughs> <laughs> he's like he's the fattest Danish man I've ever met. <laughs> Is he in jail? They got him, right? He's in jail, isn't he? <sighs> no, he's out. He did some time, I think, but he's been out for a while. Okay. He even played Fortnite with Ninja and Drake. Really? Oh, you're yep. right, he did. Huh. I like they have here his education. And I guess, so I guess he's German. This is nationally Finnish and German. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, but I guess he was born in Germany. They have his education and it's like, it might as well be <laughs> like, a, it's like a hop school. It's like, <laughs> like, oh, okay. Like, <laughs> Yeah, he founded Mega Upload, which is the one that the government came and seized the servers, I think, and all that. Yeah. And then uh, he founded a new one just called Mega, although he's not part of that anymore. So mm. So he had a wife, now he has a new wife. <laughs> Why are we talking about Ken.com? Is he the next article? No, just getting diverted. What's happening? <laughs> Let's tow this back in the line here. This is your job. This is your job, James. Yeah, I know. Apparently, I like I was busy reading a fucking or gaming article, looking at the obscurity. This guy's blog, which is an interesting blog, which you guys should both look at. Um, Phil Salvador, a librarian and digital archivist who runs the obscurity, has all kinds of weird shit up there, which I am going to read because. I was looking for... There are Commodore 64 games that I desperately want to play. Um, oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah, so he may have some references up there. Nice. Uh, all right, what do we have next here? We've got some young, young update. Young update for... <laughs> young we, updates. We can find out all our youngest... can find all young updates. All our... No, this is where we get all the information on the youngest celebrity females. If they're ready. Oh, if they're, if they're, if they're, they're ready. If they're, if they're, if they're ready. As yeah. as uh, as what's it called says, as Morgan Freeman says, if they're ripe, if they're ripe enough. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh my oh god. My what god. a beast. Nothing's safe. Nothing's safe. What a beast. That guy's a beast. Did you guys hear about that? He did I talk about this? He looked at a pregnant woman, 
at her fucking baby shower. He shook her hand. He looked her up and down and he said, I wish I had been there. You're ripe. <laughs> Yo, what a grimy savage, man. Oh, that guy fucks, man. He's a fucking beast. Ugh. I mean, obviously, he's a fucking... I mean, more like a savage. He's a savage, but still, yo, you gotta expect the griminess, respect the griminess of that. She's a married woman at her baby shower. He's like, I wish I'd been there. At the conception is what he meant. Okay? And he's like, you're ripe. I mean, fuck. What a nasty <laughs> motherfucker, yo. Just the wording is so fucking duplicitous, and, like, it's so... The implications... <laughs> The implication. The implications. You get her on the boat, and you're out in the water, and she says she wants to turn back, but then the implications hit her. Yeah. It's like, are, right. so are we killing someone? No one's killing anyone. It's the implications. Yeah. It's the implications. <laughs> <laughs> Always sunny in Philadelphia. Do yourself a favor. If you haven't seen it, go watch it. Yeah. All right, what do we got here? So for some more implications... Partially what started what I'm going through right now. Drink fucking water. Stay hydrated. Keep your kidneys and liver healthy. Soda doesn't count. Coffee doesn't count. Drink some fucking water. Yeah. And lots of of salt. Who drinks coffee? A lot of people drink coffee. I drink coffee at work. I would drink it at home if I had a coffee maker or uh, a way to make coffee. But I do not, and I do. What not. happened to your French press? It turns out it's not a French press. <laughs> it's, it's like, it turns out I don't know what a French press it's is. Like, yeah, it was a yeah. tube and a bed spring the it, whole time. It, it, yeah, it turns out, as Michael said, I don't know what a French press is. <laughs> I had a house guest, and she, she asked for coffee, and I said, "I'll make you some of my French press." And she saw me making it. And she's like, "That is not a French press." That is a uh, espresso maker, <laughs> totally unrelated. I was like, ah, that's why the coffee that comes out is so strong and it makes so <laughs> little coffee. She's like, yes. She's uh, that's like, the one that's shaped like like an octagon sitting on top of a small uh, below and yes. smaller octagon. You like put everything in the bottom and the coffee yes. boils upwards. Exactly. Oh, gross. Yep, not a French press. <laughs> Not a French press. I'm <laughs> the struggle is real. Yeah, all this time for years, I've been like, I got a French press, yo. I'm a fancy motherfucker. All this time, I've been thinking that. So yeah, it happens. Wow, that's your story, huh? Yeah, and I'm sticking to it. I'm a, <laughs> I, I, I'm a bungler. <laughs> all right. Well, as Evan said, drink water, hydrate. Evan, what about sparkling water? Is that okay? Uh, like, like your uh, favorite Perrier? Yes, pinkies up. That's yeah, fine. All right. Yeah, that's fine. What about snake juice, man? That's the best thing for you, honestly. People, we need to drink more snake juice. I'm telling that's, you that right that's now. Two parts snake venom, one part vinegar, or what? what and, <laughs> and the rest yeah. blood. <laughs> and lots of yelling. Yeah. <laughs> It's like as you shake, <laughs> you have to yell at it while you shake it up. That's right. That's right. Really infuses the rage. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah. Uh, so you should hide. So Evan, that you think that was your downfall? 
originally, yes. Mm-hmm. I see. Many, many harsh realities are faced through dehydration. Yeah, he's not even joking. Dehydration is not fun, dude. It is not fun. I've been there. I get. I mean, I, I, it's funny. I'm dehydrated so often, and I drink so much water. It's crazy. Like honestly, I can't go to sleep without a cup of water next to the bed. I can't. I'm officially an old man. I cannot. I must have liquid next to the bed. If I wake up in the morning and I did not drink four or five times in the middle of the night, my mouth is dry. There's dried snot to the roof of my mouth. I'm like, I just like a fucking corpse. It's just like so bad. And I'm like, and I have a headache. The headache won't fucking stop. You know, I I dehydrate so quickly now, you know? Yeah, I think a lot of people are like so used to being dehydrated they don't know yeah that that's what they actually maybe, are maybe instead of a dehumidifier james needs a humidifier i mean i need like actually i just need like a saline drip or a I, cpap mask that's uh yeah probably so but yeah since you bring up the uh the drips remember we talked about balanced fluids you got to get some potassium in there mhm i mean i take my pills now Yes, good. So I'm taking my my men's mega vitamins, and that's help. That helps a lot. Nice. And then also I take uh, little fish oil, um, and a baby aspirin. So yeah, cool. Because I'm an baby old man. Baby aspirin because it's for babies. Stops heart attacks or strokes or something like that. If you have high blood pressure, mm. you probably are taking a baby aspirin, or maybe you're not. I don't know. You have high blood pressure. And you I don't, am not. So. Yeah, so maybe your doctor was like, oh, this guy's not fat enough yet. <laughs> maybe in a, like a year he'll give you or something. Or heart, heart attacky enough yet. Right. I mean, I'm, not, I'm not heart attacky. I just have high blood pressure. Mm-hmm. I hope. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> he said I hope. <laughs> All right, let's, let's move on before I fucking fall into depression. What's next? Ooh, Ooh uh, IHOP. IHOP. It's not IHOP now. They're no. going to change their name. No. What? Yes. Why is there a B? On June 11th, which is tomorrow. And it's a house of bacon? Or breakfast? House of... That's got to be breakfast, yeah. I'm thinking breakfast, but... So they have a whole list here that they're like, it could be one of these million things. They're just, you know, throwing shit at the wall. Now, I would have said breakfast, but... And that's their first pick. This is seemingly most obvious choice, but the company's Twitter seemingly rejected the idea already. Botulism. Really? Yeah. Bronies? I like that. Bronies. Yeah. International House of Brie. Mm-hmm. Boners. Brie Larson. What up? Business. <laughs> oh, International House of Benghazi. <laughs> Uh, International House of Bush did 9-11. <laughs> yeah, they have this whole thing on Twitter. I-H-O-B is now their, their Twitter handle, too. Twitter.com slash I-H-O-B. Not P. Were they hacked? It's like, what could it be? And it's a letter B. Six eleven eighteen. It's just a prank, bro. They're going to be like, nah, nah, we're not doing that. Nah, gotcha. Oh, BDSM. There you go. <laughs> oh, bleep. 
bleach. There we go. <laughs> Let's eat at the International House of Bleach. <laughs> Barley. Hmm. Bones, bullshit, beetles, barking. Okay. Mm-hmm. So take your guess. Take your best guess. Leave it in the comments below the doobly doo. Wait, we don't. We're not on YouTube, so no, there are no comments below the doobly doo. Basquiat. <laughs> what is that? That's some kind of a hard ass cracker that French people fucking beat their kids with, right? I think some it's kind a of person. A, yeah, I think really? it was a, a uh, an artist or a writer, like in the Renaissance or something like that. Um, I think in like the like eighties. So I read sure. that. I read that. I was that like, really? oh. yeah. I saw that word and I was like, oh, biscotti. <laughs> That's what I, I didn't read it, but I was like, I just saw it was like B I S because some Q's and U's and shit in there. I was like, oh, biscotti, biscotti. Jean, that's it. Jean Michel Basquiat, born 1960, died 1980. French cracker maker. A very black man, born in Brooklyn, New York. Are you serious? Yes. I no. thought it was. I thought it was a lot longer ago. Oh well. He's like a Renaissance some shit. Like, <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Oh, I'll God. send you guys the link. Peruse that at your leisure. Michelle. All right. Um, all right. What do we got next? Into the extras now. James, Ooh. I got two links for you. First one is a short uh, video I found on 9Gag about concealment furniture. I think it's a very clever idea and a wow. very good way to have a weapon next to your bed. I have seen this before, actually. Not this video, but I've seen there's a company in Texas who makes these, and it's pretty awesome. Yeah, totally inconspicuous. You would never think it's anything but a normal dresser or chest of drawers. So that's very cool. The second uh, link I have in there is something that we talked about briefly a couple days ago. Yep. Mr. Steve1989MRE info. Yep, I've been watching this guy's uh, stuff. It's crazy. Let's get this stuff out on a tray. All right. He goes, that, yeah, his, his vibe, dude, his energy is so weird, man. It's like he's from Wayne's World or something. Yeah, yeah, does yeah. Have, does he open these and eat them? Yeah. Yes. Even the one from, like, 1945? Uh, the So I actually watched earlier this morning the 1942 British Emergency Ration. And it's basically like a compacted chocolate bar or, like, compacted like cocoa powder, milk chocolate, chocolate bar mix. Mm-hmm. Um. Some of them, some of them are pretty destroyed, like there's holes in the can, so he can't really eat them. But you know, if it's edible, he'll do it. Hmm. Pretty neat. There was one. He's like, "This is extremely hard to find. I'm gonna cut this open from the back because I'm gonna display these pouches later." I was like, "Okay." Yeah. So you see, there's a there's a, a thing behind him. Uh, when he stands up, he has a stand-up shot, and it's not like the face-down shot on his like. Right. Dis- and he has like MREs on display on the shelf back there. Mm-hmm. So I think he just like is a weird collector. It's very strange, actually. Um, but honestly, I love watching his videos. Uh, uh, it's kind of like uh, like heroin or crack. Like you kind of just sit down and you just watch this guy talk about this and eat this food. He's so knowledgeable about it, and you're just like, okay, this is so weird, you know? Yeah, they're pretty good. I find myself now, since I've watched quite a number of them, sort of fast forwarding to when he actually opens the food and puts it on yeah. the tray. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, same here, same here. But Mike, mm-hmm. go down this rabbit hole. 
Oh yeah, but it's a must, dude. Cause he, he, dude, he opens. He has MREs like his like um, UN individual food ration MRE, Canadian IMP root poutine, you know, uh, Czech Republic BPD. And let me tell you guys something. I'm gonna see if I can't find some of these for my airsoft event coming up, and I'm gonna get you guys some. You have not eaten until you've eaten a Russian MRE. That, my friends, is eating well. Russians know how to feed their fucking fighting men. It's that's, a good fucking huge ration. That, that's very odd to me. You'd think it'd be like a loaf, of, a loaf of hard ass bread. No, it's like six a, or seven and a can things. Of water. No, it's or like a can six of vodka. Or, it's like six or seven things. It's pretty robust, actually. Okay. It's pretty nuts. Like you see I that like MRE, it. and you see almost every MRE is better than the United States' MRE. Like the Czech Republic MRE, that's a good example of like what a Russian one looks like. It's huge. It's got a bunch of shit in it, and it's just fucking massive. So yeah, worth your time. I'll, I'll if I can find one, I'll send. I'll ship one out to you guys. In the description of most of his videos, he has a link to a website where you can buy a lot of MRE stuff. It might just be mreinfo.com. I don't recall. Oh, MRE uh, Marketplace. Was that it? Yeah. That's okay. MREinfo.com. Yeah, that's a. So and it's MRE Mar- and that links to MREmarketplace.com. Okay, so this should be quite a good selection there if anyone wants to try some. At Phil's house, uh, someone brought in an MRE and gave it to him when we were there. Yep. I made the juice packet oh, uh, the other day. I made that. had that. It was very, very nice. Nice. Yeah, they got a box of Canadian IMPs here, German EPAs, Russian IRP. There we go. Right there. Very nice. Time to get distracted for a little bit while you guys talk. <laughs> All right. So next up, uh, I want to say we talked about something something like this a while ago. Microsoft just put a data center on the bottom of the ocean. We did talk about that a couple of years ago, probably in one of our earliest episodes. They, Poseidon is pleased. It wasn't... Um, the, I don't think they were planning on putting it in the bottom of an ocean... Instead, it was sort of like in a tube, and it would use the water for cooling, and also like there. I think maybe I'm mixing two different technologies, but if there was like a wake or some waves or something, it would use the motion to generate electricity. Also. Mm-hmm. Well, this is a tubular-looking device. Um, it says the size of a shipping can- container. The tubular data center holds 12 racks loaded with 864 servers. It's attached to a large triangular weight that anchors it to the seabed over 100 feet beneath the ocean surface. What the fuck kind of density are they getting? Aren't most racks like 44U or something like that? Yeah, I don't know. Is 44 times 12 800 stuff, whatever? No, you know, it's probably something like the Nutanix situation. It's probably... Instead of servers, it's probably a bunch of compute nodes, a bunch of bunch of uh, cl- like a clusters of storage and stuff like that, and they have broken virtually broken it down into whatever using some kind of Azure whatever right. thing. It's something like that. It's probably not like we're thinking like servers. It says this is the uh, culmination of a nearly four year research effort, codenamed Project Natick. So well, here's the question: Why? 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 I mean, why, why? the reason I say this is because you work with servers all day. Evan 
maybe doesn't work with them all day, but he's quite aware of servers. It's in his realm of influence. Me, I work with sort of servers in the periphery all day. So the question is, these fucking things break all the fucking goddamn time. What is the reasoning behind putting it underwater? What if they have a service? I mean, they don't break all the time, but you know, once a year, you're going to have like, oh, the cooling fan went out on this or this hard drive failed or whatever. Like, are they going to go and replace swap the hard drives out or are they just like, ah, fuck it. If it blows, it blows. Maybe they can keep the equipment at a lower, more, you know, ideal temperature for less money by submerging it. So it's so so most of the failures are heat related then. Perhaps. You should say mayhaps. <laughs> um. Yeah, it says here, uh, so like Evan said, benefit of natural cooling from the ocean, eliminating one of the biggest costs of running a data center on land. Uh, the bottom of the ocean is isolated from many disasters, such as war or hurricanes. Except flooding. Well... <laughs> Microsoft did not mention how difficult it would be to make repairs to the servers inside the container should they malfunction. It's going to be very difficult. IT guys can't fit in scuba suits, and they don't scuba dive. Yeah, and how are you going to get in there and just flood the the whole thing? I mean, what? Yeah. I'm assuming it's watertight. They probably thought of that, but I just wonder how they're going to pull it off. It's very narrow inside, too. I have a feeling this is like fire and forget. You put it down there, and they're probably... The idea probably is we're going to seed the ocean floor with a bunch of these nodes, and then we'll have all this all this widely distributed compute storage, and then we could just if they go, we'll just like they're redundant until they get to a total fail condition. Then we'll we'll swap out the data across our network, replace it with a new node, pull that node out, refurbish it, and put it back. I bet it's something like that because look how narrow it is. Mm-hmm. It's not like a guy's going to go. I mean, they'd have to have an airlock for you to get into it. Yeah, then you have to go in there. Can you imagine how hot it is inside that thing? Oh, no. That's not going to work. You, a person would go in there through the airlock in their full Scooby gear and fucking based. They'd just be a roasted human being inside that fucking no. thing. No. No, yeah. It's got to be cold in there. No, it's going to be fucking hot inside the center of it where there's no water to distribute the heat. It's going to be fucking 900 degrees in there. They've probably engineered it in a way that it's going to be about... 70 to 80 degrees inside, I would imagine. Okay, so then... But that's actually a good idea for their purpose, James. I was thinking more like archive, like off-site storage. Mm. Can't get much more off-site than the bottom of the ocean. Yeah. I mean, it's. I, th- I think it's going to be just like... Uh, like they're, It's going to be f- like, like those replaceable rockets. You know? They're just going to mm-hmm. put it down there and then be like, okay... If, it, if we can't get it back, we can't get it back. You know, they, they won't care. They'll just make another one. Because if the cost is heat, if they're saving a ton of money on heat, then depending on how much you're saving, maybe it's worth it to make three or four of those things a year and just have a, a warehouse full of them ready to go if one fails. You know? But I want to know, how's it, how are they connecting to it? Is it is there a cable? Is it like, is there a satellite dish that floats on top of the ocean? Is there some kind of a, like, center, service center floating up there? I mean, it's near the Orkney Islands, and so there's at least a cable going to it for power. Um, so I'm assuming there's other cables for 
internet or something. I wonder if they'll actually sort of start rolling these out or if it's essentially just the proof of concept. I think oh, it, can... says, it says right here this is uh it's gonna monitor this container for the next year to monitor its performance before deploying another one. Okay. So it says we are learning about disk failures, rack design, mechanical engineering of cooling systems, and those will feed back into our normal data centers. Blah blah blah. Yeah, so they'll they're gonna see what they can see and then it wouldn't surprise me if it takes off, they'll do more. Now we just gotta figure out how to hack into one. They use the word here, moonshot. Oh. Okay, I'm, I'm thinking of something different. So, who who is this? Is this HP? It's Microsoft. So, I wonder if they're using HP's servers. Now, the one's that, called moonshot? Yeah. I'm sure, you know, that's not like a unique term to HP or anything, but I remember no. that HP was making... Uh, maybe like five years ago, one of the techs was telling me about the Moonshot server. It was a 4U chassis that had like 24 or 36 individual like slot-loaded <coughs> uh, servers in there. Now, they weren't like super powerful. It was, you know, an Intel Atom something at the time or ARM-based. Um, <clears throat> but it was like, you know, four cores, four gigs of RAM per node, you know, good for, you know, web serving or something, not necessarily database processing or anything but you know if there's 12 racks of those that could be actually 800 something individual servers hmm. so a moonshot is um so it's a google term for a crazy idea that's out of the box out of nowhere i don't know about hp using it for servers but it's not they're not the first ones to use it and a moonshot typically is something like like if we had a company and we were like, you know what? We have a company that makes calculators, but we've decided we're going to have an R and D program to make, to make, uh, we're going to solve hunger. So you'd have a moonshot program to solve hunger because it's like, you're just going to throw stuff at the wall to, to see what to, you're shooting for the moon. That's, that's the idea. It's, mm-hmm. it's like how, it's how you solve big problems. You deal with a moonshot and that's what Google does. <laughs> they, they have their moonshot department or whatever they call it. And they, they're like, yeah, we're gonna solve wa- internet, and that's what they made. That's where they came up with the ideas for those those uh, drones that fly around, or Facebook. That's how they came up with that idea. It was a moonshot. Mm-hmm. Just remember, this is Microsoft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I know, but that's when they when they talk about it's a moonshot. That's no, what no, they're talking about. It's just, yeah, it's just a general term. Yeah, but yes, uh, I remember when HP started advertising their moonshot servers on TV. I remember actually seeing an ad for it. Hmm. So, and there, I just sent you guys a link to the, yep. the Moonshot servers, so you can check that out. Um, yeah, so that's all I had there. Yeah, server cartridges. Uh huh. I mean, it's a it's a fucking blade chassis. Yeah, pretty much. Very dense. Yeah. So, everyone, this is the new GitHub infrastructure. Uh, at the so. bottom of the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I just clicked on a, I clicked on the Google Doodle by accident. It's <laughs> <laughs> just like, like I like ah. See, and, uh, I, I think in my job we use SVN, not not GitHub. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What is SVN? 
Seriously, volatile networking. No. You, it's just a code repository thing, but you host it yourself. Ooh. Which I, I think that's what GitLab is. But yeah, that's what wrong. GitLab. That's what GitLab is. So James, looks like you you sent us a you gave us a link here. Yeah, I just got a link to the streaming site there. That's all. To the public domain streaming site. Yeah, public domain. I was on. I'm an MRE. Uh, was MRE yeah, you get, you're getting distracted. Yeah. 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 Why don't I got, you? Uh, I got one eye closed. I'm like, <laughs> 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 all right. All right, all right, all right. All right, what, anything what else, got, boys? Yeah, what else we got going on this week? Anything? Um, For me, nothing. I'm going to watch 2036 Origin Unknown, play some more of that game. Uh, Worlds Adrift. Um, darts. No, we have bye week this week coming up, Michael. Mm-hmm. I believe. That's correct. Um, Cleaning my apartment. Planning for Airsoft. And plotting and scheming on how to get you guys to Black uh, to DefCon. Mm, like so you, we'll got a, you got a you got a full week. Yeah, yeah. Evan, I'm gonna watch some Twitch. Probably see if I can catch up on the current season of uh, I believe it's Timeless. For some reason, I thought you say Gilmore Girls. I was like, come on, man. <laughs> Northern Exposure. <laughs> Northern Exposure. My God. Yeah. That was my mom's absolute favorite show. Uh, I'll answer that in a second, Mike. Sorry. One thing I have been into lately is watching bushcraft videos on YouTube. Oh, there's nothing wrong with that. That's that's yeah. a noble pursuit, my man. I like uh, Cole Cracker Bushcraft. We should all go to his camp someday. He's in like central slash western Pennsylvania. This guy knows a lot. I be, might even uh, put a link in there. Coal Cracker Bushcraft. Put a, put a link in. That'd be good to, what the hell good is to do. Coal Cracker Bushcraft. Who the hell? Not what the hell am I? Okay, who or what is Coal Cracker Bushcraft? Hey, is Dan Wolwack Coal Cracker Bushcraft? <laughs> <laughs> it's not how he talks, is it? <laughs> no, not that uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> not that pronounced. Jesus, guys. It's like, um, that would be amazing. No. Yeah. I would use a lot of reviews and, and tutorials on living would, in the woods. I would love to do that. Uh, okay. I would love to go to one of those classes. If you ever want to go, let me know. It'd be worth a trip out there to drive out and learn how to set fires in the woods or whatever. So recently my mom was talking about she's like she's like, We're screwed. She's like, if we need to go somewhere, like we need to go live in the woods. She's like, We're screwed. We don't know how to do anything. I'm like, Yeah, I guess. I'm like First of all, what woods are we going to go live in? But whatever. Um, but uh, we we're talking about with one of our neighbors, and he was talking about how there's some guy who runs some some school here in Maryland that uh, is like a outdoor survival kind of training school. Mike, I can tell you exactly where there are some somewhat livable woods and a water source. It, it was my old fishing grounds, and your uh, latest historical monument trip, probably. It's that uh-huh. waterfall in uh, near Four Corners. Uh huh. That's the that's the great outdoors. Yeah, there's a lot of woods back there. I used to spend fucking most of my time as a kid in that woods. Most of your time. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. It's so like you know kick trees and walk across the pipes. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I used to kick trees and walk across the pipes. <laughs> yeah, there's like an empty uh, concrete pipe bridging a part of the stream down there. I used to dig for diamonds in the neighbor's backyard. I used to spend a lot of time back there. I've had a recurring dream a couple times where I recognize my surroundings as that wooded area but it's sort of in a place where I'd never been and I was at the top rappelling downwards on a, a dirt cliff face which is like super dangerous it's not going to hold on to anything and uh, all of a sudden a bunch of wolves appear at the bottom and we try we got to try to escape the wolves while rappelling I've had that dream two or three times oh jeez and who's in the dream me and someone I don't know like, you know, in the dream, I'm sure I know them, but I couldn't give them a name right now. I see. I feel like the human brain just has some face generator that just... That happens to me a lot, where I, like, have a dream and someone random is inserted. Supposedly, and, you've seen everyone in your dreams. You just don't remember. Hmm. Like, it might have been someone you saw in the Metro once, you know, but... Right. That is so weird. I wish the brain had a better fucking indexing system. Yep. I like wish my brain was a little bit like Windows. Just a little bit. <laughs> At least the data be searchable. Slow, but searchable. <laughs> Slow, but searchable. Yep. Uh, anyway. Alright. Mike, what about you? What are you doing this weekend? Did I? Did we ask you? I don't think you did. Oh, let's hear it. What do you got going on? Ooh. How much? Going to try to get some things done around the apartment today. Got to do, you know, regular crap, laundry, whatnot. Um, Got to throw some more boxes away. Because, you know, we like our boxes here in the blower household. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, got to try to get rid of some of those. Um, And this week, yeah, no, just, you know, going to work. Doing the darn thing, as you would say. I hear that. Uh, I don't really have any big grand plans or anything, so... Okay. Let's try to. I still got to try to lose some weight, man. Back started hurting again. It's getting worse. Oh so. boy! Stop eating so much meat. Nope. No, 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 no. Eat, no, eat nothing but meat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fat and meat. Oh god. Um. So you got to cut cut down on those cold cuts. Like no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right, cool, Evan. You got anything else? Uh, one last quick thing. I added a fourth link to my extra section after the Coal Cracker Bushcraft. Um, I watch another YouTube channel called Townsends. They do like 17th and 18th century reenactment and daily life and recipes and technology of the time and everything. And uh, they actually did a collaboration with Dan Wolwack of Coal Cracker Bushcraft. <laughs> Cold Cracker Bushcraft, like how to survive, you know, uh, out in the woods. So they have a lot of interesting stuff. Just nice. one of the one of the avenues I've decided to explore. Oh, Evan, what's this timeless? Oh, right. Uh, I think it's the right show. So the there's like a ruling body of people called uh, instead of call calling them like what's the fucking not the Illuminati, the Bilderberg Group. So mm-hmm. instead of that, it's like another name. It's um, uh, Rittenhouse. And Rittenhouse like comes from a guy from World War II who, through some, we find out, you know, in like the second season, through uh, 
fulfillment of fate or like a time loop writes the perf writes like an outline for the perfect perfect society people follow through with it someone invents a time machine they go back in time to like plant you know agents and plant the seeds that lead Rittenhouse to success and everything and uh there's like the FBI is involved for some reason and they're trying to stop them so there's time machines um gunfights good guy versus bad guy kind of interesting huh sounds interesting I might have to check this out myself yeah I think they should be done with season 2 now so you can uh, you can binge a little bit cool I binged on uh, the rest of, t- of uh, Defying Gravity excellent so finish that up so now I can uh, waste my life on something else yeah you're welcome so, let me say this. When you told me about the Townsends, I immediately thought of a guy who I went to high school with who does something very similar in Williamsburg. He does, like, slavery soul food. And I started watching the first this the macaroni episode of you Townsends. You went to high school with that guy? And he's in the opening of the video. Yeah, so he must be part of this show. Michael Twitty. Mike Yeah. No, yeah. so he was he's down in Williamsburg. He is a culinary historian of like slave times. And um he's for for me he's sort of hit and miss. I do like him, but I saw one sort of interview where he did he was wearing like beads and like a hippie shirt and glasses, you know, in a dark studio and he's like you know, I'm not trying to relive the past, you know, trying to show us a future. I was like, what are you talking about, bro? So his reenactment stuff is really good. So I, I, here's how I know Michael Twitty is he was a guy we went to high school with and he was known in high school as like the, he was like the ideal student in high school. Like he was like valedictorian type person very good goody two-shoes black guy you know and then in the last his senior year which was my sophomore junior year he wrote a article in the newspaper he wrote and edited the newspaper and in the article in the newspaper he came out as gay and i remember people being so shocked but not in a negative way, but in like a, wow, this is powerful. Like, I can't believe he did that. Like, people, a lot of people were like, wow, this guy's giving us strength, da 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 whatever. I just remember reading it and being like, whoa, what the fuck? You know, not bad or good, just being like, okay, this is a weird way to do this and whatever. Like, I didn't understand, you know, because I was a little idiot back then and I was like still using the F word and stuff like that. So I just didn't care. But, um. You still use the F word now, James. Not fuck, Michael. The other F word. Friend? No. <laughs> yeah, friend. Michael, you're no longer my friend because you're an <laughs> asshole. <laughs> go fun yourself. Yeah, go fun yourself. <laughs> go eat some funions, you funner. Um, anyway, so yeah, Michael Twitty. So I just think that's funny that he's in this. Um, I know he does the soul food stuff and everything. Yeah, so. he has some really good content. Um, yeah. I didn't realize he went to high school with you. That's awesome. Yeah, he went, he went to Einstein. Yep. Yes, indeedy. Michael No shit. He would have graduated probably two years before you guys, I guess. Yeah. Because you guys came in my freshman year, I think, so. 
Yeah, he graduated my sophomore, junior year, I think. Yeah, he lived right over there by behind the Toys R Us. And he would have graduated before you, which means he would have graduated way before us. Yeah, I mean, he graduated. Yeah, he graduated my junior year. So he graduated. So, so he would have been in middle school. You guys came in my senior year. We you graduated. You graduated. Then we arrived that fall. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Never mind. Never mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Absolutely. You're right. Hundred percent. Um. So yeah, two years before you guys, I guess, or three years. Okay. Anyway. So yeah, this is good. Uh, good show. I'll check this out because it's very interesting. Michael, do not correct me. I know you're like you're fucking itching. He's like, well, I hear your ass in the background, you fucker. <laughs> That's the f word for you, you fucker. <laughs> He's like, well. Oh, your math is a little wrong there. Let me get Wikipedia. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking dick. (laughs) Yeah, because Wikipedia is the math site (laughs) that I need to figure out where the fuck we went to high school. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) All right, all right. Let's widen this thing down. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen, one and all. We appreciate you coming out for another episode of the IO panel. Uh, if you're feeling frisky, you can support us on Patreon. Uh, just go to our website. Uh, the link's there. It's patreon.com slash William Bloor and Company. <laughs> Sadly, I think that's what it is. Uh, I'm going to check right now, but I think it's Patreon.com slash IO panel. Yeah, okay. Slash IO panel. Yeah. Patreon.com slash IO panel. And it says William Bloor and Company. <laughs> Are creating yeah. the IO panel podcast. Yeah. So so um, if you're feeling. In, in case everyone didn't know, my first name is William. Yeah. Aha. So if you want to check us out there, if you want to support us, we really appreciate that. Uh, we can use the money uh, for equipment and uh, buying Evan some new glue traps for his mice collection. Cocaina. Um, <laughs> and for, yeah, for that sweet, sweet yayo. Uh, also, uh, you can help us out by going to our Amazon affiliate link. Uh, that is on our podcast webpage, IOPanelPodcast.com. You just click on that link, go to Amazon, buy whatever you're going to buy. You don't pay any extra price, nothing like that. But we get a, a tiny cut from Amazon for you going through us to buy it. Um, no effect to you. All the Prime and all the deals still work. Uh, check up our YouTube channel. There's nothing there for you right now, but we will have content on there occasionally. Uh, YouTube.com slash the IO panel. Nope. Slash app panel podcast. Nope, nothing. What? It's just a link on the page. Are you serious? We can't get that because we don't have enough whatever. Oh, come on. Yeah. yeah, our podcast is looking, our page is looking pretty limp. It just says home. There oh. should be two videos up there. There's yeah, there's three, three videos up there. All, all videos of, of Michael rolling his eyes. Like, yeah, being like, being like, oh. In the same shirt. In the same shirt. Yeah, episode so 24 and episode 29. The same fucking shirt. God damn. Man, that's, you know, that should be a thing. I should wear the same shirt for every podcast. It's don't. your uniform. Yep. Don't. So please don't go to our YouTube page. We're looking pretty rugged over there. Uh, you can check us out on Facebook, facebook.com slash the IO panel podcast, uh, Instagram at IO panel podcast, Twitter at IO panel podcast. Um, obviously, all the places where you get podcasts, iTunes, play, uh, Mix Cloud, and Google Play. Uh, and of course, our, our RSS, feed, RSS feed, where Michael updates all kinds of good stuff. Uh, lastly, if you have a complaint, a comment, 
You want to tell us you love us. You want to give us cash money directly without using any services or sites. Send us an email at feedback at com. If your name is Randy and you just want to complain because the episode's three hours late, that's where you send your messages as well. Or three weeks late. <laughs> or three weeks late. Yeah. Was it three weeks late? No. No. Yeah. Okay. Week and a half, maybe? Yeah, week and a half. No, it wasn't even that. And then, uh, yeah. So please uh, let us know. We're, we, we'll, we'll answer back. All three of us see them, and we will answer. We appreciate you guys watching and coming out. Please uh, check us out next week. Same Bad time, same channel, okay? I'm James for the Owl Panel, and we are out. <laughs>